0: Welcome to Co Evolutionary Culturing, composting power over culture from the inside out. The podcast from Starter Culture, which seeks to be not only a conversation that you listen to, but a participatory experience of consciousness shifting, of actively decolonizing and composting the overculture within our own bodies, hearts, minds. And giving impulses and ideas and invitations to go out into the wild world. As well as practices, uh, rituals, explorations both in the inner world and the outer world that will help you to experience your belonging as part of Earth community. Not as a belief or an idea, but as a lived experience, a lived somatic emotional experience. So halfway through the podcast, we actually go on a, a kind of a journey, inner journey, with you through the four windows of knowing and expanding our awareness uh, in the inner world into the outer world um, to weave ourselves into the ecosystem within which we live and Earth community. Belle Sulky Lovelock and myself, Sarah McFarland, in conversation And offering you a journey of eco-awakening or eco-belonging today on Co-Evolutionary Culturing, composting the power over culture from the inside out. wonderful to be sitting here with you
1: yeah part two of our eco-awakening how to eco-awaken podcast how to (laughs) eco-awaken yeah yeah this word seems to be um or this phrase or term seems to be stalking me at the moment (laughs) it's kind of you know when your brain links onto or latches onto a thing and then it's kind of I see it everywhere everywhere and I feel it <laughs> everywhere and I'm you know I was picking strawberries this morning and uh kind of watching myself going between two states like there was part of me that was frustrated that I had so many strawberries I mean how privileged is that <laughs> and then <laughs> and then there's part of One me thing. that's just <laughs> so in with the strawberries and just like thanking them as I'm pulling them you know and it was mm-hmm. like uh jekyll and hyde moment of uh here is a modern human flittering between the eco awakened state and the kind of like human exceptionalism and i was like yeah Yeah. interesting so yeah i am really grateful for my strawberries Mm. i have to say that i have um strawberries if i'm lucky uh from now until october and i'm really really grateful for those plants, the soils, everything that's mm-hmm. fed them, and also the humans that have uh, worked with strawberries over centuries mm-hmm. so that now there are ever berries that mm-hmm. take the season right into October. And Unbelievable. Blown away by that. <laughs> a complete strawberry pig, so it's great. So that's my, yeah, I just want to say gratitude to mm-hmm. them and also own up to my um, flittering, well, the... I mean, it's obvious, isn't it? I'm sitting here on tech. I'm a modern human. And mm. my eco-awakening state waxes and wanes. Mm. Mm.
0: It does. And also mm. something about a computer is earth, too. Yeah,
1: you know. I keep trying to
0: remind myself of that, of, like, a computer mm. is earth, too. The electricity is mm-hmm. earth, too. The mm. stones and precious metals and, and glass yeah. and everything is is earth, too
1: totally there's not anything that's
0: not earth like we were saying earth and water and fire and air Nothing is not those things
1: yeah and there's a um i don't know where this is from so apologies for not being able to ground it root it into attribution Mm. to whoever it was and it might be native american but i heard it through john young and the eight Mm. shields but he talks about first creation and second creation Mm. and i really like that as a kind of they're both of creation they're all earth air, fire and mm. water there is no separation and yet there is there is a difference at the same time as then being you know all of the same matter all of the same so, physical component
0: wait so what is first and second creation because i've never heard that before
1: so first creation is kind of like the what we would call nature you <laughs> know and then second creation is man-made it's mm. where we we have humans have kind of Come in and being creative Mm. with those beings sometimes in a respectful way Mm. and sometimes often not in a respectful way Mm. not in an honoring way but in a way from our separateness Mm -hmm. so um Mm. yeah so i kind of like that as a Mm. as a kind of honoring Mm -hmm. honoring both things the paradox Mm -hmm. yes it is all nature in inverted commas and at the same time there's, mm-hmm. there is a difference between an old forest and a
0: shopping center yes you
1: know truly so uh yeah
0: the shopping center is not regenerative regenerative yeah 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 or you know if, if you're balancing <laughs> right. off kind of like
1: life you know, kind of whether it's life enhancing. Well, or that's what really. I mean. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it, yeah. Like, a forest yeah. is
0: a, a cyclical yeah. regenerative creature. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Right. Anyway. Mm, what am I grateful mm. for? I'm grateful for um, the osprey family Ooh. Um, that I got to see the baby for the first time picking her head up out of the nest. Mm. And for the crane family that lives out on the meadow here, mm. who I saw walking along today mom mm-hmm. and dad always walk. I don't know which one is which because male and female cranes actually look the same. Mm-hmm. So mom and mama, papa, whichever way, and then the two babies in between <laughs> walking along. Ah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just wondering, you, you might want to say where you are on on, oh. on this spinning <clears throat> on this ball so that yeah. those in the UK will kind of go, where, where is she? It's because true. There's often a UK assumption that everybody's in the UK. Ah.
0: Yeah. Inter- which is interesting. Mm. <laughs> Historically, right? Yeah. <laughs> um is that Caesar? Everybody should be in Rome because of the mm-hmm. Holy Roman Empire spreading. Yeah. I am in northern northeastern Germany. I'm mm. in the lake district between Berlin and the Baltic Sea.
1: Mm. Which I found out
0: recently is the most heavily polluted sea in the world. <sighs> no idea.
1: Mm. Wow.
0: We're gonna be there in a month. Yeah. You and I, on the shores yeah. of the Baltic Sea and Latvia yeah. guiding.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. We so I'm about halfway,
0: halfway, about halfway i between those two. Mm. On the largest lake in Germany, the Murritz, which is the mm. largest sweetwater body of water in Germany. Even wow. larger than Lake Constance down south.
1: Mm. Mm. I think every time you tell me about the other than humans that you meet there, I'm always amazed by Mm. the, you know, I suppose in my mind, I have Germany as not
0: a wild place, you know? In In my mind, for 13 years, I had Germany not as a wild place. And I've moved here and it's like, there's wolves here. I know. And there's osprey and there's cranes and there's checkerboard wild sows with babies and foxes and... Incredible,
1: the richness
0: of it. And then I'm
1: here in Cymru, uh, which, you know, in some ways it's pretty rural. And then we're also, we have swifts and rooks that are mm. almost endangered. And we definitely, mm. uh, don't, yeah, we've got, I think one crane family have come to the Newport mm. um, wetlands area and then there are osprey on the Dovey estuary, but that's it. Mm. You know, it's like, it's so impoverished now. Mm. I know it's, it, yeah.
0: Yeah. It I pains you. me. It's yeah, I get it. It makes my whole life. Oh, there was a swallow just flew by. We're in the middle mm. of a swallow swarm all the time because there's nests mm-hmm. on our house. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I I totally get that pain. I lived with that mm. pain for years here in Germany, mm. in Frankfurt, and then right where, where I was before this. Mm. And it's like literally a whole other world to have these to have more other than human neighbors than humans. Yeah. In the village yeah, yeah. that I'm in. Yeah. Just, and and we are so privileged. Talk about privilege. Yeah. Like when I look out my window, I just see meadow and forest. Mm. And the lake is 300 meters from here. I can't see it because there's forest between us. Mm. But that's where the boar live. Right there. Mm. And the fox wow. goes mouse hunting on the meadow. And the deer family wow. goes walking and munching along the meadow. and mm. It just what it does for my whole being to know that Mm. they're and to know that wolves live in this ecosystem, Mm. just knowing they're there, changes Mm. my whole consciousness, my whole awareness.
3: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh, so here we are landed
1: Mm -hmm. in our places. It feels like, uh, yeah, I'm really grateful that we just did that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just like, yeah, here we are us humans mm-hmm. woven into place whether we mm-hmm. recognize it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that we're going to be recapping a little bit mm-hmm. um on the last uh podcast on what is eco awakening. Mm-hmm. Um and then we are going to do a, an experiential piece. So mm-hmm. people hold on in there and uh yeah we're gonna invite you to be really present mm-hmm. to your uh, beingness and belonging mm-hmm. in a way that you might want to practice. And um, yeah, so where should we start the recap? Have you got any sifts on that?
3: What is eco awakening? Yeah, well, what you just
0: were pointing to, I think, is already mm. the beginning, isn't it? Like mm. our way of belonging to Earth community. How we were just beginning the strawberries mm-hmm. that you're in relationship with the, I know the mountain that you're in relationship with, mm-hmm. bees that you're in relationship with, the mm-hmm. wild ones I'm in relationship with is already, mm-hmm. you know, a weaving in and a pointing to, uh, a way of, uh, conscious relationship with the other than human world, and a, it's like a, a recognition of co-participate co. Oh, Co participation <laughs> with the whole world that mm. um, that there are no things, everything mm. is embedded and in with con- in consciousness, At, yeah. you know, it has dream and has wish and has babies and tends them and mm. has a life, mm. everything has eyes that's looking back, mm. you know. I like the sense I was on a beach uh,
1: on Sunday mm. and I was running the sand through my fingers mm. and just feeling that and really sensuous. And then I was mm. recognizing that the sand was feeling me. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, I've got goosebumps again, just remembering it, mm-hmm. just this, this like, oh, yeah. you know, just this mm-hmm. sense of like we're both feeling each other. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm feeling the sea on my body as I bodyboard and see is feeling me mm-hmm. moving through her mm-hmm. trying to
0: find the gracefulness to mm-hmm. go with the wave you know
1: and uh yeah
0: yeah so it's a way of being in relationship mm-hmm. yeah with the others that we yeah. normally assign to human relationships yeah and and kind yeah. of end there right and uh. say like I'm only in relationship with you other humans and then there's yeah the rest of the world. yeah
1: yeah Yeah. and so that is very clearly what it's not is a mental understanding that we're part of uh, Mm -hmm. a food chain or some kind of like scientific ecological knowing Mm -hmm. that can be part of it but that's 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 not the whole thing the whole it's really embodied emotional sensory deeply imaginative experience that changes everything yeah because that belonging any other belonging that you had before to mm-hmm. culture to some form of identity that is very human-centric mm-hmm. that's a particular um shift that takes place with this mm. belonging is that actually for first and foremost the others are really important still but first mm-hmm. and foremost i belong i'm part i am a yeah. yeah. i am and Earth.
0: it's almost like if i i would just Mm. Say the same thing from a different perspective, which is, um, it's as if culture is, and human relationships grow up out of Mm. our belonging to earth or our beingness Mm. of earth and Mm. our knowing of our relationality with the other than human world, the ecosystem Mm -hmm. is that the human relationships grow up out of that Mm -hmm. rather than being ideologically separate from, or yeah, yeah. yes that the separation collapses you
1: know yeah and that's the important part of like why is eco awakening important what Mm -hmm. you've just identified there is that healthy cultures grow from they're not fought we Mm -hmm. can't design it strategically Mm -hmm. it actually grows from this relationship right um you know, our ancestral Mm -hmm. innate knowing of our belonging was how our indigenous ancestors lived and possibly, you know, indigenous people still who are place indigenous, Mm -hmm. still they grow their healthy reciprocal relationship. Uh, You know, it's not like somebody's designing it and saying, oh, we need this bit and this Mm -hmm. bit and this bit, all of which is really useful Mm -hmm. as a tool. That strategic mind, but it is not a good master. yeah I was just thinking about Uh, Bill's latest yeah me too yeah um, podcast uh no musing musing Uh, and um yeah because I was reading that there and we can't fix
0: the we can't quote-unquote fix the quote-unquote problem of these Mm -hmm. times by deciding Mm -hmm. what it is we should be doing I think I'm going to paraphrase him but something like First of all, getting everybody to agree on the thing we should do yeah. is like Would impossible. Be impossible. <laughs> yeah. And second of all, exactly that. Like, yeah, how we humans in this how how we humans my the humans I'm with here in this particular place in mm-hmm. this lake district this much water in the in the landscape and these birds and mm. these insects and these creatures how I'm in a relationship or we as humans are part of this ecosystem is going to be a totally different quote answer. Mm. than to the way that your ecosystem is quote solving the problem so yeah really that that how do we dream how do we co-dream how do we co-create the world that we're in not in a like vision boarding kind of way Mm. but in a a response to um the relationships that we're in to the place i'm just thinking about how the word parochial you know which means of your
1: parish Mm. is is used as an, a kind of form of abuse in mm-hmm. in the british language of like mm. oh that's very parochial minded it's kind of like oh. it's a diminishing thing as opposed to mm. you know like it's not global enough you know it's right. not big enough and actually it's kind of, know, kind to of be your, yeah. parish is yeah. like to really be in relationship to your parish to your place to the, your mystic square as they call it in welsh as we talked before in cumrag but um in the previous podcast mm-hmm. i mentioned that but it's like yeah just really getting that if somebody used the word uh, mm-hmm. recently mm-hmm. in this diminishing way and i was like oh yeah. there you go there it is there's the there colonization just happening in the language in the spell we cast there right there yeah there's nothing wrong with being from your place no in that fullest sense yeah. in fact it's probably what's being asked of us right now way. way
0: i was uh, listening to the new most recent emerald podcast and um,
3: um, Josh was talking about, uh, oh, I've just lost it.
0: Oh, um, that, an- and the animist or the, um, the, the kind of way of, un- the worldview um, mm-hmm. of understanding the world as animate, as in, mm. in sold and, and, um, mm. conscious <clears throat> eyes looking back, you
3: know, mm-hmm. um,
0: It was used to be seen as kind of a a primitive, yeah. Um, you know, way of looking at the world, like, oh, those Mm. poor, those poor primitives, you know, they don't really get what's going on. Was the kind of subtext, yeah, um, yeah. of of this colonial, uh, idea of science trumping everything and being the, Mm. you know, um, non anthropomorphism and not and totally rational Descartes thing. We talked about that last time Mm. as well. Um, and now it's sort of like seen as a beautiful mistake he was saying
3: you know mm. that like
0: the new age liberal folks think of um indigenous folks like oh isn't that beautiful that you mm. see the world as conscious and call you know grandmother moon or grandmother clay or isn't that a be- isn't that beautiful but it's just sort of still slightly condescending like it's a beautiful mistake like oh mm-hmm. you su- you're so sweet and you're so beautiful <laughs> mm. <laughs> which is ter- mm. also terrible right mm-hmm. um instead of oh, but that's really actually how the world is it's actually accurate. Really actually accurate. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 And yeah. we all come from people who who knew that and were in relationship yeah. with their parish, with their place
1: mm. in that
0: way. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Maybe that's a good segue to the poem? What do you think?
1: Yeah, yeah. That sounds like um a good way to go. Yeah.
3: Yeah. That's right. So this is being a person from William Stafford. Mm. Be a person here. Stand by the river.
0: Invoke the owls. Invoke winter, then spring. Let any season that wants to come here make its own call. After that sound goes away,
3: wait. A slow
0: bubble rises through the earth and begins to include sky, stars, all space, even the
3: outracing, expanding thought. Come back
0: and hear the little sound again. Suddenly, this dream you are having matches everyone's dream, and the result? is the world. If a different call came, there wouldn't be any world, or you, or the river, or the owl's calling. How you stand here is important. How you stand here is important. Mm. How you listen, how you listen for the next Mm. things to happen.
3: How you breathe.
4: Mm. 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 (laughs) just invite everybody to just listen in to how that's landing in you Mm. noticing in me it's kind of my eyes wetting Mm. with the longing
1: Mm. to remember, to listen, Mm. that Mm. how I breathe matters, how I move in the world, whether I am thanking the strawberries or feeling sorry for myself that I've got so many to pick. (laughs) You know, that matters, you know, Mm. and Mm. not to make myself wrong and at the same time to intend to grow more into mm. one there's always room for improvement mm-hmm. mm, and that piece about listening mm-hmm. I was um stroking my cat this morning and looking at her face and uh her eyes which are like little owl eyes and mm-hmm. um she's quite elderly now mm-hmm. and uh and i was seeing these two eyes and these two ears that are constantly flicking um and uh and then I was struck by her one mouth. <laughs> then I was like, well, there's a there's an interesting direction mm. from the way things are, that mm-hmm. most mammals have got two ears and one mouth and there's an invitation to listen more than we talk. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and just thinking about how much of the eco-awakened state is about mm. listening. And uh, as I sat out this morning uh, listening, as is my practice, listening into both bird song and traffic Mm -hmm. and thinking about my ancestors uh on this land here and um all our ancestors and maybe 300 years ago the percentage of human noise they listened to in Mm -hmm. comparison to other than human and how much more other than human Mm -hmm. they would be listening to and you know now with with you know, earphones, whatever they're called, headphones, and mm-hmm. um, this constant availability mm-hmm. of music and podcasts and information mm-hmm. and um, Zoom calls mm-hmm. and all these things of the second creation, mm-hmm. um, which are not wrong. Um, and they are, you know, there is something about balance mm-hmm. that I'm curious about what's happened to us that we spend so much time listening to human created Mm. sound um and wondering, and also perceiving so I've been um really focusing in on learning bird song Mm. this spring Mm. and um noticing and I already know quite a lot but Mm. I thanks to the British Trust for Ornithology which run these courses where you can learn in a really quite um I don't know I just found it really efficient Mm. (laughs) way like I was like suddenly I was like oh that's a wren I can't stop hearing wrens now Mm. and um uh dunnocks and all sorts you know I just I'm just going around in the garden and my my mind Mm. is elsewhere but Mm. I was actually in a really human environment at Mm. Hay Literature Festival Mm. um for a whole week and my Mm. mind was just tuning in I'd, my reticular activating system in my brain is now listening into other than humans mm, more than mm, humans and i was just tracking walking and just tracking oh that's where the dunnocks are that's where the gold finches are that's where the gold crests are which mm. is really exciting because they're almost subordable they're like oh. dee, 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 sound and um yeah i'm glad grateful that my ears still work to that capacity mm. um yeah, so I'm just really aware of the need to listen. Mm-hmm. Um, um and listening isn't just a listening in mm-hmm. audibly, mm-hmm. but I mean maybe you want to say about the other ways of knowing. Maybe you, you might want to go into that because mm-hmm. that seems to be it's not just listening into mm-hmm. nature sounds. Um there are other ways of listening in. Mm-hmm. This thing is a whole body experience.
4: It is,
3: yeah. I I do. And before I go there, I want to say
0: uh, that it. You know, it's some. I don't know who said. Someone said, uh, civilization is three days deep,
2: mm.
0: and that we need to be out of quote civilization in a wild or semi wild place for three days before mm. um, our senses are uh, able to really perceive.
2: Mm.
0: and uh and it's i i can really attest to that when i used to live in the city uh and then i would come out to the the garden with katya and we'd live you know in a place where you basically only heard what the brook and bird song and every once in a while a car and i could i could feel my ears after it took three days to um Mm. It was almost like my ears internally had been bracing against the Mm. city sounds Mm. and it took three days both for like my ears to relax and open Mm. again, Mm. as well as uh, it really felt like this recalibration that Mm. I I could hear more after those three days, not only because of the inner relaxation, but also because my ears started to actually uh, be able to you know hear many more things mm-hmm. than i used to be able to hear and so and and then the other thing is of course where we put our attention which is what you were just speaking to when you're yes. learning bird song you start to put your attention somewhere mm. which suddenly means you start hearing it all the time <laughs> i just hear it all the time all yeah i have you
1: know? just you've just saying mm. that you've just reminded me of like attunement you know mm-hmm. we we know about attunement through mm-hmm. attachment theory and mm-hmm. stuff like that and when you Weird. were saying that i was just thinking about you know the the thing that attachment theory doesn't talk about is the um, lack of connection with the the mother earth, if you like. Way. And so what you're talking about is attuning to, you know, the attu- the attunement to the mother basically, yeah, and the mother's mm-hmm. attunement to you because yeah, of course it will be reciprocal. That mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. she's she's yeah she's always attuning to you and. Mm-hmm becoming aware of her attunement to you. Right. Oh, yeah. Beautiful.
0: Yeah. Mm. Our ears are made for that Liter- literal mm. attunement. Mm. Our ears are made to be tuned to the frequencies mm. of the natural world, oh. to birdsong, really. That's mm. how our sense of hearing has even developed mm. the v- variety, they say, mm-hmm. now. Because, but, of yes, because of birdsong. because of birdsong. Ah, wow. Amazing. In our consciousness, amazing. our hearing is was shaped by birdsong are co- co-shaped, co-created with birdsong, yeah.
1: Yeah, because I was thinking about that with my cats and, you know, the other than humans, like the deer that run on the land here, is like how little they use their voices and mm-hmm. how much they you know, the ears of the deer mm-hmm. constantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. They use their voices to call for their mates, eh? That's what they yeah, use them right. for. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Or they I shouldn't say mates in the UK, that means something different. They're mm-hmm. beloveds. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Mm, beautiful. So these other ways of knowing that you were pointing to, yeah, the um so so we first first we want to open up the senses a little bit, right? Like we want to say the that listening um this kind of receptive way of being present includes soft gaze, you know, open-eyed gaze. <sighs> includes um what are we picking up with our bodies what what um energies what temperatures what sounds what um yeah presences do we pick up with our bodies you know when a predator's in the area Mm. our our hairs on our necks stand up just like the deer you know Mm -hmm. um uh intuition you know the way that we just know somebody's there the shape of the grass is different Mm -hmm. and then we suddenly see the deer you know standing there
2: <clears throat>
0: um so opening our perceptive windows and our senses you know how yeah. does the smell of you know when do I know that a a wild boar is in the bushes over there you know because I'm smelling them mm-hmm. you know I don't hear anything but I smell that like piggy wildish smell or fox I love to smell oh, the um the, of the fox yeah yeah because it's mm. like smelling their it trail. I know the fox has come by and when I, you know, mm. it's hours later, but I, it's like, mm. oh, hi, fox. you know? mm-hmm. So to to walk through the world with our senses that open,
4: mm.
0: which is tough business if you live in a city, I gotta say. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah. So there's also this wisdom of like, do I have doors I can open and close? My perspe- my mm. perceptive doors, you know? Mm. Close my perceptive doors when I go out into the hubbub and the hustle and the bustle and the car driving and all the things, you know, um, that I need to be focused and Mm. not having everything open. And then how to practice opening those Mm -hmm. windows of perception, Mm. that all my senses can be awake and alive to the other than humans.
1: Mm. Beautiful. Yeah, Yeah, titrating it, Mm. just finding the place where you can be open Mm. enough. Maybe it's just that you you your eyes find the birds in mm. the sky between the buildings mm-hmm. or the sky herself or you know the way the trees move uh, what have you
4: yeah.
1: um, and then keeping the smells out <laughs> and the sound out. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. So that's mm-hmm. the senses,
0: right? And then we have the mm. the feeling body. We have the mm-hmm. emotional body, the the body that. Um, of that, this heart, you know, that has an entire physiology that is tuned, talk about attunement, you know, emotionally to our world, that we're constantly Mm. responding to what we're taking in with our senses Mm. emotionally Mm. through memory, through presence, through, you know, longing or grief or joy, Mm. uh, rage, you know, whatever it is that all of our emotions are ways of actually being in deep conversation with the... Mm other than human world
4: mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: and therefore every single one is holy every single one is
4: mm-hmm.
0: life energy moving
1: mm-hmm. you
0: know dancing through it's like weather
1: all is welcome mm-hmm. 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 Yeah.
0: and again finding those times mm. like not every emotion is welcome with every person or in every situation mm. Mm. But we then get stuck in the closed, mm-hmm. the doors closed place. Mm. How do we also remember to open the doors?
2: Mm.
0: Remember one of my former teachers said, uh, our dogs and our cats, you've spoken already of your cat, mm-hmm. are our most undefended relationships. And <sighs> it's like there's something about the relationship, this kind of cross-species mm. togetherness that allows such beautiful emotion to be present and it's like yeah. the, the range of acceptance for for what is you mm. know is so precious and so beautiful
1: it is it blows me away that these i mean cats especially because they aren't they're wild they're still wild but they choose to be with us and mm. i like you know i love dogs and cats and i've had dogs as well But having raised six children, I don't want a dependent. (laughs) Another (laughs) dependent, so I choose to have cats now. But, but, you know, like just this wild creature Mm -hmm. wandering through my space or Mm -hmm. the space that we share, actually. It's not my space. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm just like, whoa, that's just phenomenal. Who has a completely different Mm -hmm. perception of this place? And just it just blows me away quite often that this is my good fortune mm-hmm. that i have these beings mm-hmm. with
3: we talk,
0: me we talk about listening my dog is my teacher and how to listen mm. yeah right <laughs> yeah and how to smell mm-hmm. so what's mm. the what's the next window well, i I often
1: leave the the thinking, the, the heart centered thinking to last, so mm-hmm. my next window would be the one of the deep imagination. Mm-hmm. And this is the part when we when we slow enough, where we might receive responses mm-hmm. from other than humans, mm-hmm. um, where dreams that have been troubling us come into our awareness mm-hmm. or and this is different from fantasy i have to mm. say that because i didn't know this for a long time mm. and you know deeply imaginative people are often they have an escapist element to it which mm. is fantasy mm. you know you meet somebody and you you know within half an hour you've imagined you know getting married and having children and decided the names of the children in your <laughs> imagination and it's all very <laughs> invested in emotion that kind of fantasy it's not the same thing deep imagination is where the wildness in you is really meeting the wildness mm. in the world and um mm-hmm. yeah it's uh yeah so it might be that images come you know um and um I believe that you'll get an experience of this quite shortly because it's the one that I find hardest to explain mm. and easiest to mm-hmm. You know, it's easier to explain through the experience of it. So that's what I'll say about that one. Well,
0: it reminds me of the poem, really, doesn't it? There's this part here invoke the owls, invoke winter, then spring. Mm -hmm. This part of us that is able to invoke Mm. creatures and owls and Mm. seasons. and then a slow bubble rises through the earth and begins mm-hmm. to include sky, stars, all space, even the outracing, expanding thought.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that part of us that can feel that we're star mm-hmm, can, can still remember yeah. that we are kin mm-hmm. of star, that we came from star and right. that we are on this trajectory mm-hmm. in this little lifetime of ours mm-hmm. hurtling through space mm-hmm. as earth you know that part that's where the deep imagination really uh yeah yeah is potent mm-hmm. 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 Yeah.
0: Very beautiful suddenly this dream you are having matches everyone's dream yeah deep imagination the, the dreaming yeah, of earth yeah. can we yeah participating in the dreaming of earth yeah yeah i think who
1: is it thomas berry and people like janine murray hogan and uh Brian Brian Swim, swim. (laughs) um, talking about how, I think it was Janine Murray-Hogan who actually coined it, but that, you know, Earth humans may be Earth's forward-moving imagination, Mm -hmm. but this might actually be our Mm eco-niche, that we're here to imagine as Earth. Mm -hmm. And, of course, when we aren't listening Mm -hmm. to that, then what Mm -hmm. we imagine is like a nightmare. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um some might say that we're living that right now right. so then we are back to
0: eco-awakening
1: back to eco-awakening yeah <laughs> because we're we're our imagination is kind of hijacked by um kind of immature elements mm-hmm. of our ego mm-hmm. our strategic mind rules the roost and our yeah our slavery to um mm-hmm. Mm. Well slavery to art, Slavery to colonization. Uh that whole paradigm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So yeah, so that's deep imagination.
0: In a little nutshell. Maybe she's got more to add. No, that's beautiful. And then the heart-centered thinking. Heart-centered so thinking. The thinking that is not the strategic mind that you just described. Mm. Um, mm. that is uh beholden to capitalist consumerist. Um, immature nightmares of um, mm-hmm. ownership and conquering mm-hmm. and colonization,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Moder- what we call modernity, but rather um, the thinking that is centered in the heart, that mm-hmm. is the compassionate, empathic mm-hmm. thinking, that is um, the kind of thinking that is needed in order to embody and manifest a vision. Mm -hmm. And that the vision comes from earth dreaming, or the vision Mm -hmm. comes from um, from spirit. The vision comes from ceremony or dream, um, and the heart thinking, the heart centered thinking, is the the thinking that can um, that is compassionately committed to embodying that vision or manifesting Mm -hmm. that vision,
1: and distills it into action. Mm. You know, it's it's the crystallization of the Mm -hmm. dreaming. Um, that distills it into action Mm -hmm. yeah for me it's kind of like it always you know in modern education systems as Mm. I've experienced as a somebody who went through them and also as somebody who looked at them hard Mm. um, when considering Mm. how to raise my own Mm. children Mm. is like it really um, privileges just thinking especially Mm -hmm. rational strategic thinking and I don't want to diss it it's really useful, but mm. it's kind of it's a servant. Mm-hmm. It's like so mm. it needs to be the servant in service to right. you know in the true sense of servant. Rather who than who is it charge. in service to. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So really imagine if we went about our business um by feeling our emotions mm-hmm. and um, listening in through our deep imagination to earth and um through our body knowing mm-hmm. and our body intelligence. Yeah. Um, and and then, our thinking, our heart-centered mm-hmm. thinking came on board. So, I yeah, that's something I strive to remember mm. in my oh, beautiful. going about my business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm. Yeah.
0: Mm. Why don't we give our listeners uh, a a journey of that very yeah. process? If you wanna, would you like to invite us to, through the drop in? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So at this point, peeps, you might want to um find yourself somewhere comfortable. You might want to take a pee at this point (laughs) or um stop the recording just to so that you can be really present Mm -hmm. for a few minutes and not be distracted. And you might wanna make sure that you're not going to be
4: disturbed. So um yeah. And yeah. I notice I'm Starting to take deep breaths and invite you to Follow the your breath uh, to your belly Get yourself comfortable, settled, slowing your breath. Mm. Mm. The breath as a kind of priestess or guide taping, taking you deeper into your body. Mm. 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 And if your mind skitters away, that's fine. That's what minds do. And you might want to just gently invite it back to your breath. Mm. the slowing down, and the dropping down. And just uh, doing a quick scan of the whole of your body and noticing where things are
1: clenched, be it your jaw, be it your shoulders, be it your
4: genitals, just unclench. Relax. each breath uh, dropping in and an invitation to loosen and let go of the boundaries, ways we keep ourselves separate. And again, if your mind is
1: flying off into things to do, or I'm doing this wrong, or whatever, just thank it,
4: uh, doing what it does. Bring yourself back to your body. And it might help to bring yourself into connection,
1: to places of contact between you and the material world so notice what's going on where your feet meet, meet earth meet the ground or the chair if they're tucked underneath you where your butt meets the chair where your back meets the chair where your
4: hands are on your lap just noticing there the touch how do your feet feel may tingly or warm or cold? Your hands feel, and does your butt feel as it leans into the support of the chair? Which is itself supported by the ground? Which is itself supported by earth? Just making that
1: connection between where you are you might be on the fourth story of somewhere, that you're still got roots down through your body, through the body of Earth, in the second creation of chair and building
4: and floor to Earth, first creation, topsoil, alive with beings. Going down into the subsoil, where there might be bones of things, rocks and stones and a place where soil turns into bedrock. Bedrock and little pockets of gas and oil and maybe dinosaur bone and fossils. Going down. Ah, you feel that downward falling that you're doing down towards the centre of Earth. This planet that you are part of through this connection, body. Mm. This physical being. All the way down to that molten centre, molten tin and iron. Mm. So, yeah, the sensation of touch can take us a long way through this body intelligence. Mm. Bringing yourself to the sensation of hearing. What can you hear beyond my voice? Can you hear any sound of other than humans? Can you hear any sounds that we might call man-made? Being with the sounds in their purest sense, noticing their qualities. Don't need to judge them. Curious about them. How they are when they arrive, kind of patterns they make in you. What is the quietest sound that you can hear right now? is the sound that soothes you most right now? Mm. And then, yeah, sensing
1: what can you smell and taste? I'm going to do those together because they're really close.
4: Just noticing and, you know, be like dog or deer or fox. Move your nose around, see, explore with nose. Smells of you with you.
0: Well, there's
4: some that. They all sense like they are
1: from first creation. Like, I don't know about you, but I've got an abundance of roses in my garden, mm. their sweetness just
4: stops me in my tracks sometimes. Mm. Mm. Notice if there are smells that are second creation that are un-made. And, and taste. Try drawing in air through your mouth. Noticing what taste is in your mouth. <sighs> And then there is seeing, and
1: that is the one that we use the most, and I I'm not going to invite you to open your eyes right now. I'm going to ask you to keep your eyes closed, because the sense of sight is the one that we use the most and uh, is the one that most is most closely aligned to our strategic and thinking mind except when we move into peripheral vision, which helps us stay in our other ways of knowing. So just stay with your eyes softened or closed. Uh, And uh, I'm going to hand over to you, Ra, for the
3: next part of this. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Mm. So turning our attention to this, Heart center of ours, mm-hmm. the feeling place of us. Mm-hmm. Beginning
0: to turn our awareness towards what is moving inside of you, which creatures, which, you know, if, if our feelings are like creatures, which ones are traveling through the landscapes of your
3: heart? Mm-hmm. Or if our feelings are like
0: weather. What weather is moving across the skies of your inner world, the firmament of your inner world? And you might notice um, physiological aspects. You might notice your heart rate or your breath or your temperature.
3: Or you might notice a feeling tone like sadness or joy or anger, happiness, fear, and any shade and nuance of those. Mm
4: -hmm.
3: Compassionately turning towards your own experience of being a human creature in this moment in this life.
4: Soft and vulnerable
3: and in relationship with the human world and the other-than-human world. Mm.
0: Stephen Buhner calls the heart an organ of perception. Mm. We might perceive our inner world and the outer world through the organ of our heart and the way that those relate with, inform, imagine, co-create each other in the landscape of our hearts.
3: (sighs) Welcoming all the inner voices all the ones who are longing to be seen and heard by you. The multiplicity, the ecosystem that is, uh, the creatureliness of being human. Mm. The
4: multiplicity we call an individual. yeah what's the vibe of the
1: place where you are you just said Stephen in piece just that yeah how does this place where your body is feel mm. what's the vibe the emotion of this place you may be picking that up it may be entangled with your own emotions right now some place, places have an innate sense of peacefulness
4: and some places feel hurt Mm. feel sad feel wounded Mm. Mm. just the vibe yeah Mm. yeah and that's
1: where we start to move into the other way of knowing which is Mm -hmm. the deep imagination
4: as we move around this wheel of the four
3: ways of knowing. Mm. Just as you bring yourself into your body,
1: into your emotions and the weather of that, noticing if anything, any images
4: are coming to you. What images came as you tuned into your feelings? or sense of touch and smell and sound. I'm just right now, just tuning in to how your body
1: is and if there are sensations, what colour are they?
4: Mm, if there are emotions, what do they remind you of? What associations do you have with
1: them? And don't overthink it. Just let them come. This is a listening, not a thinking
4: exercise. So just ask the question and then breathe and listen. Like you're asking at the doorway
1: of the night, like, what do you want me to know? And just wait and
4: see what comes. It may be that a dream that came, a night dream, comes or, yeah, or a memory of an event from the last week, just really like you're
1: standing at a doorway looking out at the dark night sky and you have no idea what's going to come.
4: Invite that. Do you want me to know, mystery? Do you want me to know my dark... Muse, beloved, is it you want me to be with? Just see what comes. Through the doorway. Into your imagination. As I'm speaking, there is thunder rumbling outside.
1: It might also be that
4: something in the other than human world is responding. Sounds like thunder is meant for me to be with.
3: And you might ask, what do you want of me Mm. to the one who's come?
4: the way the world Mm
3: -hmm. longs for us, particularly. Mm -hmm. The way you stand there matters. Mm -hmm. The call you put out matters because the earth, the world is longing for you. Mm -hmm. And if you hear what earth is longing for you of this moment here, this beloved who's come, You might feel into whether you're willing to give it or do it. Mm -hmm. Which brings us around the wheel to heart-centred thinking. Mm
4: -hmm. If you are willing,
1: (laughs) if you are willing, are you willing? If you are willing. To do what is being asked of you rather than thinking you know what needs to happen. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: If you are willing to be that humble
3: To be that obedient in the true sense of the word. In heart-centered thinking,
0: we are listening, not knowing. (laughs) We are hearing the way the world is longing for us to participate. And then we're inviting the gifts and the capacities and the experience and the... um, competencies that we have mm. to respond, to flow through
3: us mm. and become um, embodied action, participation, co-participation, co-creation of the world through our dedication and offering mm. of, of what we are and have to what is being asked of us by mm. the world. And sometimes it's a matter of how you stand there.
0: It's a matter of the call you give or the call you respond to. Sometimes it's a matter of how you listen for the next thing to happen mm-hmm. or how you breathe. Sometimes that's all the action that is needed.
1: Mm. And then- Instead of all the trying hard, we try softly mm-hmm. for a change. Instead of all the efforting. Mm-hmm. Which is such a a stepping off the uh, mainstream paradigm to actually try softly, to actually wait. Yeah, how do we then use all our skills, all our capacities to
4: manifest, to generate, to offer nurturance? Mm. Mm.
0: So you might move your way through these four windows. Mm. Um, you might go out to a wildish place mm. and you might open your senses, including your eyes, uh, but allow them to be uh, soft and, and wide open. Mm. Mm. Um, owl eyes. Owl eyes or deer eyes, you know, that kind mm-hmm. of soft open awareness of the, the one who eats grass. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> And uh, then you might notice how the, your heart responds once you've opened mm-hmm. your uh, senses. And you might speak words, uh, sharing what's moving in you. Mm. Uh, or you might speak words, mirroring back what you see or smell or taste mm. or touch out loud to the wild ones. Mm-hmm. This is what I notice about you, beautiful oak. Mm-hmm. This is how, this is when I smell your flowers, elder. Mm -hmm. this is what happens in my body this is the softness I feel the softness of the petals on my nose and this smell that is both sweet and like life and death in the same breath my heart cracks open Mm -hmm. and I
3: mm, Mm -hmm. go
0: diving into your into your beauty
2: imaginally
0: Mm -hmm. and I'm in the imaginal world right Diving into the beauty of that soft life-death smell of the elder. Mm -hmm. And as your mind
1: or your kind of fragmented parts rustle in and kind of go, what are you doing? This is foolishness. Just thank them. Just thank them and say, today I will be a sacred fool. Mm -hmm. I will offer my finest words Mm -hmm. and all my senses. Mm -hmm. I will make myself pray to these beautiful ones.
0: I will full pray to them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And may my words be a feast of Mm -hmm. praise, Mm -hmm. gratitude, Mm -hmm. and blessing that my own heart might be filled with nectar Mm -hmm. for uh, the bees to drink from, to Mm -hmm. bring my prayers and my longings to Mm -hmm. the holy in the wild. Mm -hmm. I might participate in the uh, ritual reciprocity of this relationship. If they uh, other than humans
4: mm. as
1: I cultivate and uh move towards my own eco awakening, which mm. is a beautiful segue that is one way uh, as uh, <laughs> uh mirrored beautifully there uh by you of eco awakening, mm-hmm. which is you know what we want to share with you are how do we become eco awakening this mm-hmm. first initial shift mm. from the mainstream paradigm of separation into mm-hmm. this entangledness yeah. and inseparability knowing our inseparability because we're not separate it's a construct right. Right. how do we do this and that is that practice is one of the ways that we would invite you to uh move towards eco-awakening and remain eco-awakened this it is possible to become eco-sleepy i reckon <laughs> so um <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, we're going to just say a few kind of practical, Mm -hmm. like, tips, Mm -hmm. tips, top cards, tips for Mm -hmm. um, how to cultivate Mm -hmm. eco-awakening. So, one of the ways is to go wandering with your yearning, with your desire to share your finest words with other than humans by dropping into your senses um and your emotions and your deep imagination as we've just done and and also yeah going wandering with your yearning this yearning this longing to show up more to show up more fully and to be humble Mm -hmm. to be obedient to what is being asked of you not thinking strategically what needs to happen to save the planet in inverted commas Mm. it's a really different kettle of fish um yeah and telling your earth's longings out loud Mm. as you spoke Mm. um yeah this is a courting it's a very beautiful thing
0: uh yeah the thing you said there um about being willing to be a sacred fool Mm. a fool for life a fool for love Mm -hmm. a full in love um Mm -hmm. is you know there's something about that uh, hurdle here that Mm. uh, it's like yeah it feels weird in the beginning to Mm. to do these sorts of things like talk out loud with trees not to them with them Mm -hmm. (laughs) um greet the other than human neighbors in your ecosystem in your neighborhood as you walk go out Mm -hmm. for a walk you know hello osprey hello Mm -hmm. crane Um, call back to the ravens when they call Mm -hmm. out yeah Um, it feels weird it can feel weird at the beginning Mm. Um, and it can you can feel phony phony. you know in the cycle of competence when we're learning a new
1: skill there is an element of feeling phony Mm -hmm. when we're consciously
0: competent of it it can feel like this is awkward and just keep going So your inner child might help you, you know, because that one knows how to play pretend, how to play imagination, how to play uh, in the, in the world and be in that kind of a relationship. We all actually already Mm. know how to do this, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We've done it until it was educated out of us. (laughs) (laughs) We've all done this before. And, um, yeah yeah and there's something about being really tender with the parts of us that show up to stop us doing it Mm -hmm. not getting angry not getting annoyed actually realizing that they are trying to keep us safe Mm -hmm. because we've needed them in the past and thanking them for their hard and loyal duties and also saying you know and I really want to remember my belonging Mm -hmm.
0: here so I'm going to keep going please please step down and we encourage you to do this every single day Go out, find a place that's close to you, even in your own garden, mm-hmm. every single day. Sit, mm-hmm. open your senses, open your heart, open mm-hmm. your imagination. Mm-hmm. Go for wonders every day, even if it's just short.
2: Mm-hmm. And also what you
0: were saying earlier, also go out for extended time. To yeah. Like I mentioned, civilization is three days deep. Go out mm-hmm. for five days, you know, so mm-hmm. that you get, so the first three days are getting civilization out of your system. And then
3: mm-hmm. you can actually
0: be uh, in, in, in immediate contact, immediate conversation. How do you, what's that word? Un- interrupted, no, un. I can think of the word. unimpeded, unimpeded, unintermediated, something like that, yeah, <laughs> contact you know direct contact, yeah. With wildlife. yeah yeah, yeah, in your inseparability
1: with them, mm-hmm. yeah, and there's a little really super practical piece here that there's a saying, um there's a saying which I'm sure you know, which is um there's no such thing as bad weather, there is bad clothing, <laughs> and not that I want to make clothing wrong either, but You know, it can really help just to round up or borrow kit. Mm -hmm. So because being out, learning to love heavy rain. I mean, Mm -hmm. I live in Cymru, so, you know, (laughs) you have to or else you'd go mad here. But um, learning to love it can really you can really be aided by having decent waterproofs so that you look forward to being out in that kind of I call it the mobile ocean (laughs) that I sometimes feel like I'm at sea, even though Mm. I'm not. Mm. Um and in the cold and in, you know, just some of the clothes that masquerade as weather weather clothes are not suitable. Mm. Mm. So yeah. And also the other piece is learning, actually practically learning mm. about the indigenous folk of your place mm. and of your lineage. Mm. So, it may be that you live in a place that isn't of your lineage, but you might still want to learn about those folk, but also learn about what's in your blood and in your bones um so if you if you live in America, learn about your European ancestry, if you've come from Europe or where have you or India or wherever, and um how they lived and learn then how they lived, the practicalities of how they lived do those things with your body mm-hmm. those can be really practical ways of um courting mm-hmm. um eco-awakening just yeah. you know when you drop into a mesmeric state sitting by a fire making nettle cordage mm-hmm. yeah, that it may come then
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's uh yeah it may come then
0: and you say nettle, so learning the plants and the yeah. and the green ones in your in your ecosystem, mm. which trees are there, which plants are there, um, mm-hmm. eating the wild plants that are non-poisonous, mm. um, learning mm. the animals, learning tracks, learning yeah. how to cut tracks, you know, and, and discover who's walking through or flying mm-hmm. through, learn the mm-hmm. shapes of the birds, the calls of the birds. That yeah. live in the ecosystem um part of it's you know this kind of rational mind of their latin names or whatever but mm. it's really about becoming um friends with the members of your neighborhood you know, yeah members of your neighborhood
1: yeah i mean when i like learning this bird song mm. the purpose is not so that i can kind of do a tick list of oh i heard a blah de, blahdy de, blah and right. that's really rare it's so that i know that's a thrush, that's the same thrush because it has that particular song. Because, not you know, um somebody when I was running a program in Cymru mm-hmm. in March, they are from Dartmoor and they were saying, they The skylark's singing Welsh here. It's slightly different, you <laughs> yeah. know, because she really li- listens to birds and she could tell the difference. Yeah. So it's kind of like, it's so that I can build a thread of connection that then becomes like a twine of connection that eventually becomes a rope of connection. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what I'm doing it for Mm -hmm. is like, it's so that I know who I'm living with Mm -hmm. and they know me, you know, it's like, I know, ah, as I walk along my track, I know this is where the white throat sings. This is where sedge warbler sings. Mm -hmm. This is where the gold, you know, I know where they, I know where they're nesting. I haven't seen them, but I know them from their songs. Mm -hmm. I know where they are and they know me. So So, you might
0: introduce yourself, you might, once you know who the people are, the tree Mm -hmm. people and the fox people and the thrush people, you might introduce yourself and say, hi, I'm the one living in the yellow or stone or whatever house over there. um, And I'm really happy to meet you. And I'd love to be uh, your neighbor. How can I be a good neighbor to you? (laughs) And then listen. And then listen. (laughs) And Don't let
1: your mind fill it with an answer. Mm. Like with listen. And it may be that there's a little a little stroke of wind across your cheek, which feels and brings an emotion of like mm-hmm. soothing. And that may be your answer.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That may be a kind of like you feel welcomed mm-hmm. by that. Mm-hmm. You know, because there's a thing where people go, I talked to the tree and the tree said, and it's like I kind of know almost instantly that you know, bless that part of a strategic mind wanted to get it right. Mm. So I came up with an answer, but that's it. when often often when the other than humans respond and we're really in the communic in the communication in the conversation with them it isn't with words mm. it is with you know a butterfly flying by or suddenly there's thunder mm. which reminded me to bring in the other than human just at the mm. point where I needed to remember mm. that you know it's like suddenly there's a response mm. Mm. um you know it's um it's a just a little thing to notice because our, our humanness, our modern humanness is very strong. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. yeah. Mm. And then there are actual, if you want to take this up a notch and do this with other people, which mm. I really would support mm. um, because humans are pack animals mm-hmm. and there's something about doing things together mm. that really can deepen um, the experience, mm. um, is to... Join with others. Um, we both uh, have trained and work with Animus Valley Institute, mm-hmm. and they run programs. We run programs that um, support eco awakening mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's just, uh, specifically focused on that or not, mm-hmm. it's in there. Um, and also, questing, vision quests cannot but help bring it about or um, help Ancestral skills. it.
0: And, and yeah. Yeah, your connection. There's good resources on the starter culture website. Yeah, as well. yeah, yeah. Um, I want to say just a few more kind of nuts and bolts ideas, and mm-hmm. then I'd love. I think we should get to our yeah. amazing poem. But yeah. um, so poems, reading poems mm-hmm. out loud to the wild others, writing poems yourself and reading them out loud to the wild others, singing while you're out. Maybe you have a rattle even or a drum with you, mm-hmm. singing with the birds. Um, singing the songs I do this all the time that I'm hearing in the ecosystem the you know the way the the song is being sung I weave my voice in with the with the wild ones as well Mm -hmm. Um, you might make offerings you might bring Mm. offerings to um to particular places that you form relationships with particular trees or particular Mm. birds or particular creatures, um, you might create an altar in your uh, backyard, Mm -hmm. if you have one, in which you bring um, offerings to the four directions. You might bring, Mm -hmm. you might feed the water, if there's water flowing in your your, uh, neighborhood, you might bring offerings and gifts to the flowing water. Uh, Mm -hmm. You might light a candle or a fire and offer things to feed the fire, not because you want something or you wanna let go of something, or those are also beautiful rituals. But Mm. to to feed and honour the elements, which are are all of our oldest ancestors and which we're made of and all of life is made of, right? Feed earth, feed water, feed air, feed fire. Um,
1: Something we've done um, for years and years and years, which is from, it's a pan-cultural thing, is feeding the ancestors. Mm -hmm. So we, after our evening meal, we have a little bowl and before we eat, we put the best, little tiny bits of the best bits and then we take it outside and we put it out, mm. and uh, and sometimes sit and sing what mm. is just there. Mm. And sometimes I might remember, you know, if I know somebody's particularly struggling or mm. whatever, or you know, I've seen, you know, a beloved tree that's that's fallen or has mm. got ash dieback. There's a lot of that. Mm. I might say prayers for them, or mm. you know, these practices remembering. It's kind of like we've become separate and we mm-hmm. kind of go out to nature
4: mm-hmm. as if
1: there isn't anywhere else to be, and mm-hmm. we do these practices, and then we come back, and like you're pointing out right at the beginning, we're on tech and we see that as separate, mm-hmm. whereas mm-hmm. it's all sacred mm-hmm. and and our remembering is something right. that is i call it well I've heard a word which is resecration, which is to restore to sacredness mm-hmm. those that have been desecrated, mm. so to remember that everything everything that we're interacting with um, and everything we do and the way we are is sacred, mm-hmm. and so resecrating uh, the way we make food mm. and offer food, the way we are with our gardens, mm. the way we are with our cars, mm. you know, just becoming aware that there's a whole possibility of mm. ceremony mm. in everything mm. we do, Right. which is our ancestors did it as right. a natural thing and it it's in relationship life.
0: yeah it's my my way of saying it is a ritual reciprocal relationship yeah right that we're in a ritual of reciprocal relationship with life i mm-hmm. mean um, remembering that is the responsibility mm. really of being mm. human is to be participatory in a ritual reciprocal uh, relationship With yeah with life with earth. So Mm. thank you, my dear. Thank you, my dear. And as if it it. couldn't get any better, now we have an incredible poem. Uh (laughs) Aha
1: yeah. And here's my here's my uh yeah, poems. You know, I think I said this in the last podcast, but I'll say it again poems are not to be understood through the strategic mind. Mm. Let all the windows of knowing be open to this word spell written by joy harjo Mm -hmm. you might want to take a moment Mm -hmm. and just bring yourself in close your eyes if that feels comfortable or soften your gaze and just let the words it's like letting water run over you or Mm -hmm. sand run through your fingers um, and let yourself rise and fall like a tide with it
4: okay so It's called A Map to the Next World.
1: In the last days of the fourth world, I wished to make a map for those who would climb through the hole in the sky. My only tools were the desires of humans as they emerged from the killing fields, from the bedrooms and the kitchens. For the soul is a wanderer with many hands and feet, The map must be of sand, and can't be read by ordinary light. It must carry fire to the next tribal town for renewal of spirit. In the legend are instructions on the language of the land, how it was we forgot to acknowledge the gift, as if we were not in it or of it. Take note of the proliferation of supermarkets and malls, the altars of money. They best describe the detour from grace. Keep track of the errors of our forgetfulness. The fog steals our children while we sleep. Flowers of rage spring up in the depression. Monsters are born there of nuclear anger. Trees of ashes wave goodbye to goodbye and the map appears to disappear. We no longer know the names of the birds here, have to speak to them by their personal names. Once we knew everything in this lush promise. What I am telling you is real and is printed in a warning on the map. Our forgetfulness stalks us, walks the earth behind us, leaving a trail of paper diapers, needles and wasted blood. An imperfect map will have to do, little one. The place of entry is the sea of your mother's blood, your father's small death as he longs to know himself in another. There is no exit. The map can be interpreted through the wall of the intestine, a spiral on the road of knowledge. You will travel through the membrane of death, smell cooking from the encampment where our relatives make a feast of fresh deer meat and corn soup in the Milky Way. They have never left us. We abandoned them for science. And when you take your next breath as we enter the fifth world, there will be no X, no guidebook with words you can carry. You will have to navigate by your mother's voice, renew the song she is singing. Fresh courage glimmers from planets and lights the map printed with the blood of history, a map you will have to know by your intention, by the language of sons, When you emerge, note the tracks of the monster slayers where they entered the cities of artificial light and killed what was killing us. You will see red cliffs. They are the heart, contain the ladder. A white deer will greet you when the last human climbs from destruction. Remember the hole of shame marking the act of abandoning our tribal grounds? We were never perfect, yet the journey we make together is perfect on this earth who was once a star and made the same mistakes as humans. We might make them again, she said. Crucial to finding the way is this. There is no beginning. Or end,
4: you must make your own map. That's a map to the next world from
1: How We Became Human by Joy Haja.
4: Oof. Mm. Oof.
0: Mm. Oof. 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 Yeah. How to (laughs) eco awaken. How to eco awaken. Read that poem every day out loud mm-hmm. at dawn you, and dusk. If you're sleepless in the night,
1: <laughs> learn it by heart so that you can speak it to the other than humans as you wander. Oh yes.
0: It's kind of all you need. Yeah. <laughs> if you really know that poem, sure. Yeah. Wow. Read it to the foxes oh. and the blackbirds. <laughs> and Dying ash trees. Uh, yeah. Drying dead fields for a wanderer. The trees
1: of ash saying goodbye. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> oh, mm.
0: wow. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. We'll see you down the road a bit. Mm. Yeah. Thanks for sticking with us for this time. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Give our regards to
3: the other than humans where you live mm-hmm.
1: yeah say hello to the first other than human you meet as you step out your front door be that in a city mm-hmm. be that somewhere rural wild yeah
0: and don't stop <laughs> thank you so much for listening in thank you for going on the journey with us if you did Thank you for giving your wholehearted attention to this time of our conversation and of your exploration, that we all together might weave ourselves back into the remembered fabric, the web of life. From this place, it's possible to turn towards these times of unknowing and collapse and listen in for what uh, we might uniquely bring. That's kind of what we're up to at Starter Culture. And so if you want to know more about what we're doing, please check out our website, www.starterculture.net. Sign up for our newsletter there. Uh, Join us for storytelling events about every six weeks to two months. Uh, Read the blog by Belle Selkie Lovelock about her own deepening and experience on the land she's been living with and within for 25 years um, and participate in the future in um, upcoming programs and webinars and offerings. We really look forward to meeting you, whether online or in person, hopefully in person, and more so, we want to invite you out into the wildish world to experience your belonging with Earth first and foremost as a human creature so that we might all Uh, expand our consciousness into earth streaming and listen what is up in these times at the edge of collapse thanks so much and we'll see you next time